Right after I get that download here this morning, Chuck started singing my message that the Lord had put on my heart today, let the King of glory come in. I'm going to share that in just a few moments, but as I was in prayer earlier throughout this last week and, and, and even up until this morning, I was praying, Lord, what's happening for this 2021 year? And you know, there's many words of prophecy that are out there right now. Uh, some are doom and gloom. Uh, some are, are good. Some are exciting. Some, this is the end. Uh, whatever that is in your hearts and your senses, I don't believe God ever wants us to look as if it's the end. I don't believe he's saying, oh, I want my church to wake up and realize that it's the end. No, we're supposed to live today as it's the last day of our life. Well, you say, well, that's the end. Yeah, but if you look at the context of that scripture, what it's saying is that you have a lot to accomplish today. It was never sit down, lock yourself up, hibernate, roll over and isolate and, and, and die. That was never the intent of live today as if it's the last day. Scripture is very clear. When it talks about living today as if this is the last day, it means do what you're called to do more than ever today than ever before in your life. I feel that the Lord is preparing the bride. 2020 was a massive time of preparation. I truly believe 2021, he is still preparing the bride more. I feel the Lord saying, that, and some people might think this as a negative, but please listen to my heart. I feel the Lord that has been saying about 2021, at least the early part of it, that times will still be difficult. And you know, I'm not one to preach a doom and gloom, but in the prophetic that the true words of prophets is to bring what's going to happen so we can come into a greater alignment with the Lord and change the way we see it and perceive it. And when we change the way we see and perceive it, it begins to change the atmosphere around us. And it begins to, to literally start changing what, what is wrong into what is right in the righteousness of the king. So I believe things are still going to be a little difficult in this near future, especially in comparison to two, three, four years ago, we had a whole lot more freedom. But at the same time, we have to consider and process what is normal. We want to get back to normal. I actually don't want to get back to normal. I want to get back to an advanced time and season. I don't want to go back to what we were a year ago or two years ago. I want to take what we learned through 2020 and empower 2021 into such a greatness that we will never want to go back to 2019. I think because, you know, you, you, you talk about what is normal and, and, whoa, you know, we just in Canada and America, we've been feeling persecution in the church, absolutely, but it's been pretty benign compared to many other countries. Actually, it was very benign compared to the founders that came into America. They fled England for the sake of religious freedom. And so our countries were founded on people fleeing from, from tyranny into creating a nation of freedom. I truly believe that we are in seasons that it is a church will rise. And I believe a new nation is forming. I'm not talking about Canada and America. I'm talking about the nation of the kingdom of heaven. I'm talking about the nation of Israel. I'm talking about the nation of the church is growing and forming and, and there's some, some chaff that's being weeded and blown out even though our freedoms are changing right now. 
We must and always seek the face of God, for he is the answer to all things. So even though, how many of you know that there's been some freedoms that have been changing? I tell you what, it's hard to believe what's happened in 11 months. I can't grasp that we're even in Canada or America right now in what has happened in the last 11 months. We never thought things would happen this quickly. But whenever the enemy tries things quickly, God has a quicker response. He will take the things of the enemy in the people that are living in righteousness and justice and his love, and he will take those things and empower his church, empower his people to rise up into another standard, another level that will be increasingly going higher and higher and higher in Jesus' name. That we have entered a season where chaff will be burned and removed from the Christian family. How many of you know that there's many in the Christian family or the Christian church where there has been, a, 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 let's say, a, a, a quite a bit of acceptance of the sins of this world? God is looking for not someone who's lukewarm. He's looking for hot or cold, and he wants everyone to be so hot on fire that the things of this earth will not lead us down the road of depression. They will not lead us down the road of despair. They will not lead us down the road of giving up. They will lead us up the road of his kingdom come and his will be done on earth in me as it is in heaven. You see, this is what 2021 is all about. This is what the new year is bringing. Even though the times might be difficult, we are more than conquerors. I believe that he's creating a family, the church, uh, it, with such an impactful amount of love as the dross, as the, as the weeds, as the chaff begins and burns out of it, there is a new level of his found love, his peace, his righteousness, his justice that we have never experienced before in the church. I felt like the Lord say to us very clearly, hold on and stay the course, for I am with you always, says the Lord. I am with you always, says the Lord. I'm going to read chapter, chapter, Joel chapter 3, starting in verse 11. This is also part of the word the Lord gave me for 2021. Assemble and come, all you nations, the Lord, very clearly, as I was praying and interceding over the, the word I just shared, the Lord just clearly said, Joel 3, 11 to 14, the time is now. And so I declare, assemble and come, all you nations, and gather together all around, because your mighty ones go down there, O Lord. Let the nations be awakened. Let the nations be awakened. And I truly believe right now, he is, he is, that, that scripture verse reference is absolutely speaking to his church, to his bride. The nation of his bride, the nation of his church that is reaching to the nations, the other bride, the rest of the bride around this world. I know when the, the word was written, it was talking about all the nations in the earthly sense, I just feel like the Lord is letting us know that we are not alone, that there are his nations will arise. And come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. You see, not all the nations came to the valley of Jehoshaphat, but I want to tell you what, we're going to be one of those nations 
come into the valley. Verse 13, put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, go down, for the wine press is full. I believe this is prophetic. Let's go back. Prophetic that right now, right now, that it is time to put in the sickle. For the harvest is ripe. There is a harvest outside that is so large and so big. The fields are riper than they ever have been before. This is the season of the church. This is the season of it rising up. This is the season to grab the word of the Lord and harvest. For the wine press is full. The vats are overflowing. Overflowing. Then it says... For their wickedness is great. You see, when the wickedness rises up, our vats overflow. When wickedness rises up, we might be squeezed and pressed, but we become a new wine for the times such as this. Verse 14. Multitudes multitudes it repeats itself two times what that means in scripture is listen listen multitudes multitudes in the valley of decision there are so many people that this whole pandemic has caused to go into a valley of decision the valley is so ripe ready for harvest even though The world might have its own order and plan. I will tell you, it has ripened a valley for harvest. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. I want to declare 2021, the valley of decisions are full. It's full. And the Lord is saying, oh my bride, oh my bride, oh my bride. Rise up, open your windows. (laughs) Pray, pray, pray. Bring out the sickle, the harvester angel, for it is time for revival like we've never seen before. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But look at verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He is with us always. Even in 2021, he is with us. I like what my son shared. It went along the lines of out with the old and in with the new. Yeah. Well, what's new, if we have to wait for the government to tell us, then we're relying on man. I won't won't do that. What's new? Every day it's new. It's a new day today. The peace that passes all understanding is new every day in our life. Every day, his peace passes all of our understanding. I believe one of the new things 
is that we need to spend every day with God in a level we have never done before. Let's take a look at 2 Peter chapter 3, starting in verse 11, called the day of the Lord. Now, this is referring to the return of Jesus Christ. I want to take this scripture and let's apply it for today. Verse 11, therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of person ought you be in holy conduct and godliness? Verse 12, looking for the hastening, the coming of the day, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Now, most scholars, most Christian people would say, wow, Brent's going to talk about Jesus Christ's return, the end, of, the end of the day, the end of the season. Well, Jesus Christ is returning. Not sure when, but I know he's going to return. But I actually, as I was pondering these verses, you know, in, in my heart, getting ready to, to minister today, I, I, I felt like the Lord gave me some fresh insight into how these scripture verses apply today. So I started to look through them. I started to study them. And the word hastening in verse 12 means to cause. So let's look at this. Looking for and causing the coming of the day of God. So in in the second part of verse 11, it says, what manner of persons ought you to be holy conduct and godliness looking for the cause and the causing the coming of the day of God's. And I started to realize how we live, how, how we live in, 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 in righteousness, in holiness, how we live in, in the perspectives that, that God has called us to live can actually hasten, can actually cause the presence of God to come sooner than if we didn't live that lifestyle. And I believe truly the ploy of the enemy in these days is to stop your lifestyle of Christ-like living. He, he's, that enemy is trying to do everything he can to separate us, to destroy our faith, to destroy our hope. He wants us to get into an isolated depression where right now suicides, divorces are skyrocketing like we've never seen before. And I bet every time that happens, that little devil is clapping and laughing. But I want to declare here today, that devil has no power and authority over us as believers in Jesus' name. That when we live holy conduct and godliness, as verse 11 says, when we live in holy conduct and godliness, then we are literally causing the coming of the day of God in our lives today. Is that the end? That mean, am I talking about the end of time? No. But yes, that today we are to live like today is our last, because we don't know when our last day is on this earth. When we look, continue at verse 12, looking for the, and causing the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for, 
Never, got to read this again. Nevertheless, even when all these other things are going on in the world, nevertheless, we, his people, according to God's promise, look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells now on earth as it is in heaven. So when we look at the scripture, we how we live in righteousness and holiness, how we can cause his presence to invade us, to over, overshadow us, to empower us in a way that we never have been able to before. Because I truly believe that in the last days, I will, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. The Bible says in both Joel and Acts that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, says the Lord. Well, I know for sure that we are in a laster day today than we were yesterday. Today is closer to the return of Christ than yesterday. Am I going to sit here and prophesy the year, the month, the day, and the hour? No, because I'm not a nutcase. My Bible is very clear that nobody knows that. There's been a lot of people feeling they heard the word of the Lord some years back of the return of Jesus Christ. And let me just tell you what, they've all missed it so far. So I often wonder what spirit they're here from. I don't know when the end is, but I know one thing. It's not this moment. It could be in five seconds from now, but it's not right now. Nope, 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 nope. There it goes. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there, nope, nope, nope. But I will tell you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, we're closer today than we were yesterday. But you see, the end of the Lord shouldn't cause us to start doing nothing or do less. When the end of time, I mean, comes and the Lord returns, it actually should push us to hastening what we're called to do, to cause his presence to overwhelm us and to invade us in such a powerful way that we will walk through the middle of the storms, we will walk on the water to get to the other side, that we will be bold, and we will be bold as lions. The thing about lions, they don't give away their position until they're ready to call in depth. And I feel like the Lord is calling us to be wise. We don't give away our positions. I don't believe we're, we're out to fight our government. But I will say one thing. I won't change my Bible, the truth of the word, for the sake of any government. I will not. I refuse. I refuse. See, this holy conduct that verse 11 talks about, this is kingdom rules. They're, they're what lives in the kingdom of God now is holy conduct and godliness in us. And when we live with this holy conduct and godliness now on earth as it is in heaven, then the kingdom of God rules stronger in us. I guarantee if you travel into these other nations and you study church history, most revivals were birthed out of persecution by a group of people that didn't see it as persecution but saw it as a times of opportunity. 
They all got on their hands and knees and prayed. Every great revival was birthed out of deep hunger in hearts for prayer. We need to live this conduct, holy conduct and godliness. It must be our primary reasoning of life in us right now. It's not right to expect, you know, uh, the groom. I, I was thinking about the bride of Christ, you know, and, and the church is the bride. And so many times people believe that Jesus is coming to rescue us. He's coming to dress his bride. But it's actually not correct for a groom to dress his bride before the wedding day. You hear what I'm saying? Jesus Christ is our Savior. He died on the cross. He rose again, gave us salvation, a forgiveness of sins, and eternal salvation through him. Gave us an open door back into the intimacy with his Father, directly with the Father and us, through Jesus Christ the Son, empowered by the Holy Spirit. But we should never, as believers, have the attitude, oh, well, my groom will come and dress me. No, no. I believe that it is the time for the bride to get dressed and ready. Christ does not make the church ready. The church makes herself ready through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. I used to sit back, oh, Jesus will rescue me. And I truly believe I heard his voice say, I did rescue you 2,000 years ago. You have to live with that faith and believe to know that he is Lord and Savior of your life. And then you will start to put off the sins of the way of this world and put on the garments of righteousness to gird yourself with truth, to put on the full armor of God. That's the call of the church, the bride, in these times. Because when the bride becomes more positionally and legally righteous, the bride dresses itself with fine, pure white linens, but the bride can't be righteous in word. It has to be righteous in practice. That means we can't just gather together or tell our neighbors or tell our spouses and kids that, that we live righteously. No, words are easy to say. Lifestyles will be the power of testimony. And God is calling us not to speak of his righteousness only, but to actually live in his righteousness and let his righteousness speak to the people through the power of testimony. According to Peter, in Revelation, the bride of Christ hastens or causes the return of Christ. The bride of Christ hastens and causes the return of Christ Jesus. I believe there are some believers that believe God has a time clock 
And at just the right time, he splits wide open the heavens and comes down ready or not. Maybe. But I don't believe that. I, I look at an image of a goldsmith. And God has placed the rock, gold in the rocks. But here's his church, gold. But a goldsmith will always constantly strive for the purest gold, but they have to be able to remove the dross from the surface of the molten metal. And the dross are the impurities that when hyperheated in the flames, the dross goes up to the top. And when the, the goldsmith, a good goldsmith, he looks in. How does he know the dross? How does he see the dross? Well, he can see the flakes, but when he starts scooping out more and more of the dross, the gold becomes purer and shinier. And when a good goldsmith knows is that when he can see his face in the molten gold with no dross, no impurities, that the gold is 100% pure. You see, the church... It's a time of dross coming out by the heating of this world around us. But the goldsmith, our Father God, I believe when he returns, he'll be looking in that gold in us as a church and churches, as a family of God, he will be looking in there. And when he sees himself perfectly, when Jesus sees himself perfectly, the church looks like Christ on earth. When he sees that, he knows his bride is ready. He knows his bride is ready for that great and glorious day. I believe the Holy Spirit right now is taking the bride of Christ through the fire of circumstances and testings. I have no doubt in my mind. In my life, in, in my wife's life, in my kids' life, in your life, in your marriages, right now, Holy Spirit is taking the bride of Christ. He's taking us through the fire of circumstances and testings that are going on around us and wondering who's going to open the window. Who's going to open the window? And let the light come in. Who's willing to possibly get put in a lion's den? Sure, sudden death. That's the fear that the order put everybody under. That if you disobey and you pray to God and you disobey this order, you are in jail. I want to declare to you I think if we obey the laws of our land and not the laws of our God we are in jail we are in jail I'm not saying don't wear a mask no wear a mask that makes you comfortable absolutely Wash your hands. I wash my hands more than ever. Absolutely. But I'll tell you what. When my government goes directly against the Word of God, 
I'm going to open my window up towards the church and I'm going to worship him and celebrate his holy name, the name above all names, holiness, purity, peace that passes all understanding. Joy of the Lord is our strength. His love overwhelming us. And as we open our windows of our hearts and we bow down onto our knees in his presence and we live a life of holy conduct that his presence is the day of the Lord in us this first Sunday of 2021, I believe God is calling us to a renewing of the mind again and again and again. I believe one of the ways the church, the bride of Christ, repents is not by saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no. The best way to see the church in repentance is to live in her true identity in Christ Jesus that is drawn out of the rich roots, eternal roots of the kingdom of God. I believe it's good for us to repent. But repentance, that word, metanao, it means changing the mindset, the way the mind thinks. I want to tell you what, December 31st, 1201, actually December, January 1st, 1201 a.m., I felt like the Lord say, open your windows bigger and greater. There's some tests on its way. I'm anxiously awaiting January 8th to see what our glorious government has to say about the lockdowns of the church. I don't have my hope very high in their perspective right now. But I know where my hope is. It's in my Lord Jesus Christ. That's where it is. That's where it is. Another way the bride repents is to change our perspective. our perspective of what's happening by the renewing of our mind in Jesus Christ. I believe the Lord is calling us as a church, as churches, windward churches around the world, as the bride of Christ, a 
around the world. That we're in a season of repentance. I don't see it as on our hands and knees wailing and crying and believing the end is upon us. I don't see it that way at all. I see it clearly that our repentance, our metanoia, is a changing in our mindset, a perspective by the renewing of our mind through Jesus Christ. And the 2021 is a, a renewing of our mind in the church. A renewing of our mind personally in Jesus Christ. And to live in our true identity in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And that our water is drawn from the kingdom of God every day, every hour, every minute, every second. His word. Where deep cries out to deep. 2021, God's calling us deeper and deeper and deeper in His presence. So I ask, I ask, live in holy conduct and godliness in your life and cause presence of God to come in, to come in. Welcome to 2021, a year like no other. I truly believe waiting for his people, the church, to write its destiny in Jesus' name.